0: Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that reaches right into your shelter-at-home reality and brightens your day with one magical page of Talmud. Now, every now and then, there comes the Talmudic passage that is so astonishing, so striking, that it calls on a very specific rabbinic authority to untangle it. And today's page is one of these pages. And the rabbi in question is none other than the corduroy Rav himself, straight from New Haven, Connecticut, in his court, Mark Oppenheimer, co-host of Unorthodox. Hello.
1: Hello. I confess that I'm out of my corduroy robes. Earlier today, the Brooks Achim, the Brooks Brothers' corduroy pants, were holding in my girth of wisdom but I am uh, I am now I'm now reduced to my uh, not quite my birthday suit in which the Corduroy Rav was born, but uh, a far more modest ensemble. Nevertheless, my Tommy Deem, the followers of the corduroy court, are in session and ready to hear my wisdom on this doff.
0: I'm glad to hear it and I'm glad to hear that even when you're social distancing at home with your 312 children, you're still maintaining the correct attire. So let me regale you. Yes, with yet another fantastic passage. In the book Thick With Them. Yes, here goes. The sages taught who is wealthy? Anyone who gets pleasure from his wealth. That is the statement of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Talfon says, A wealthy person is anyone who has 100 vineyards and 100 fields and 100 slaves working in them. Rabbi Akiva says, Anyone who has a wife whose actions are pleasant. Rabbi Yossi says, Anyone who has a bathroom close to his table." These are very different accounts of what accounts for human happiness, wouldn't you say? Yes, indeed, and what it really means is that that
1: the Creator uh, has made us all differently, right? That even though we're all made but B'Tselem Elohim in God's image, that we aren't all made identical. I mean, there are so many, there are infinite faces of God, and there are infinite ways that we can be um, our truest selves. So my interpretation of this is: Look, uh, we were created, whether by the Lord God Hashem Elohim, the universe, fate, whatever, to be different. For some people, uh, the greatest happiness, wealth, right, prosperity, flourishing, human flourishing, will come from finding, uh, you know, a pleasant bed and the bedclothes on it. For some, uh, there has to be material prosperity. For some, it's simply the opportunity to be clean, to bathe in the bathhouse. And if I could go on just a moment, uh, if I could, if I could tax your time just a little bit, Liel, I want to go back in this page of of Talmud and look at what gets them off on this on this little tangent. You know, so I quote: "Since bathing as preparation for enjoyment of Shabbat was discussed, the Gemara cites the homiletic interpretation of the verse describing those heading into exile." And here they quote from the Book of Lamentations three. Quote, and my soul is removed far off from peace. I forgot prosperity. So what do they mean? The rabbis ask that the soul is removed far off from peace. And Rabbi Abaku says that is the lack of opportunity to engage in kindling the Shabbat lights. That's what it would mean to be removed from peace. And then someone else says, no. Uh, Rabbi Yermea says it's the lack of the opportunity to bathe. And that's how they get into this idea. And someone else says, no, it's the lack of hot water for one's hands and feet. And then Rabbi Yitzchak Napacha says, Prosperity is a pleasant bed and the bedclothes that are on it. And then Rabbi Abba says, no, it is a made bed and a wife adorned. So if you go back just a little bit, you discover that in exile, these rabbis are saying, how are we to read a rabbinic passage that refers to the destruction of the temple, to exile, to your soul being alienated from itself? And one of them says, an unmade bed. And what that says to me is, and I think of this because my wife, you know, it's and, and many people I think it's very important. The day cannot begin until the bed is made. And we always say, why? You're gonna mess it up again at night. Correct. But for some people, the greatest prosperity is just a sense of habit, a sense of routine, a sense that the hearth is all well and good, the fire is crackling, that the log is is you know, is crackling, and there's a good a good aroma coming from the stove. That's simplicity, just having a made bed is akin to your soul being at home. It's the opposite of material of the need that we must have mansions
0: upon mansions, right? It can be as simple as, do you have a bed? Good, make it. I I couldn't agree more and it's astonishing to me that rather than try to sort of impart on us a very specific kind of aphorism, well, happiness is a warm beagle, right? The Talmud says, well, you know, there are all sorts. For one, like Tarfon, yeah, you'll have to be a millionaire and swimming in it. For others, like Mare, just be happy with what you have. Some, like Akiva, would say, well, kind of, it's all about others and being in communion with others, especially your wife. And then uh, there's my favorite, Yossi, who says, actually, we inhabit a body. We're embodied creatures. So I just need a nice bathroom because that's where comfort yeah. begins and ends.
1: <laughs> and it's so true, right? I mean it's amazing to think that even before the kind of indoor plumbing that we have now. Oh, David is with me. Come here, sweetie man. The the heir to the uh, to the rabbinic dynasty, the future Corduroy Rav, is uh is is displeased. Even back then, we're talking almost two thousand years ago, there were people who said, You know what I want is a nice magazine and a
0: toilet and a locked door. <laughs> Which a man like yourself with with five children uh, understands very well.
1: Absolutely, a locked door, a toilet, a hot tub, and a crossword puzzle. I mean, if you there are so many times where if you said, "I will give you ten thousand dollars," I will give you that for an hour. No contest. <laughs> no contest. But that really is what it is. I mean, look, you can't take it with you, right? I mean, talk to someone at the end of his life. Uh, who has not so many years left and just and wants to live them out contemplatively and happily and peacefully and say, which would you rather have? Like a really well-appointed bathroom and a well-made bed or another zero
0: on your bank account? It's not even close. I, I couldn't agree more. Rabbeinu Corduroy, thank you so much for taking the time to illuminate this page of Talmud for us today. I wish you a wide-wailed fabric. Till next time. Till next time. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoyed this show, please go rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday covering the entire weekly section of Reading Daf Yomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, our producer Josh Cross. For more information, go to tabletmag.com take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com.